When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. On the La Tech Sports Network from Learfield, live from Doghouse Sports Grill, this is Inside Tech Backball with Brooke Store and Talvin Hester. Brought to you by Origin Bank, the official bank of La Tech Athletics. Northern Louisiana Medical Center, the official imaging partner of La Tech Athletics. And by Doghouse Sports Grill, official watch party host of La Tech Athletics. Now live from Doghouse Sports Grill, it's time for Inside Tech Basketball. All right, well, good evening, everyone. Happy Monday to you all live here in the Doghouse Sports Grill. So thankful that you're here with us this evening. My name is Kyle Roberts, and I'm pleased to be joined alongside Lady Texter head coach, Brooke Story. Can we give it up for our head coach? So, Kyle, your first First show, first yes. Show. Yeah, right. very excited. Uh, and at the top of the hour, we'll be talking Lady Texture basketball uh, with Coach Store. And then in the bottom half, Malcolm Butler uh, will be uh, joining us. Let's give it up for Malcolm as well uh, here tonight. So, uh, go- Coach, um, this is a team already 6-2 and two on the season. And so I would like to, if we can, let's not start there necessarily since this is the inaugural show. I'd love for you to have the chance to just introduce this team to everybody tonight. So we could talk stats. Don't ask me their numbers. That's okay. No, no, no. We're not even going to look at stats. You could just talk about the kids because that's one of the things I love about this program, Coach, is that uh, we we get to be around such uh, great young student athletes. These are great young women. And uh, as, as much as we enjoy watching what they do on the court, it's just as much of a pleasure to get to be around them off the court as well. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, a, a huge responsibility um, to lead this program, but it's also a great honor to get to be around the, the young women that I get to be around every day. And we talk about great teams, have great teammates, and we have a locker room full of great teammates, but I think it starts with, you know, their families, and it was a great representation of that. In, out in Vegas, we had a lot of their families join us and have a big Thanksgiving meal together and just get to spend a few days together and them celebrating their, their daughters or, mm-hmm. you know, granddaughters, whoever it is they were there to cheer for. Um, but just a really neat group. You know, we have 10 returners, so a lot of continuity, um, which is very rare these days in, in the era of the transfer portal. Um, but just really, I think, speaks to who those young women are, that they're committed to being at Louisiana Tech and committed to being a part of our program and enjoy being around each other and genuinely care about the success of each other. 
Um, and I, I think we saw that develop and grow last year with those nine new faces. And then to have 10 returners back, um, I think it's, it's a rarity, but it's also, um, you know, a luxury that we have. Um, I think it starts, you know, with our older players, um, arguably one of the best teammates that I've ever coached and Gabby Green um, and just how she is every day and her consistency, um, the way she uses her voice, the way she leads. Um, Kiana Walker, Analar, um, you know, just all those players from last year. You hear those Kiana and Analar's name a lot because of the numbers they put up, but I think right. there's probably no one more important than um, Salma Bates at the point and just how she keeps us calm and steady and just sometimes can be unassuming but plays such an integral role um, in calming this group and, and keeping them um, moving in the right direction. Um, you've seen a lot of growth from Sylvia Nativi um, and Amaya Branning having played as a freshman a lot last year mm -hmm. um, and faced some rough moments and then to see them grow and be confident in um, who they are on the court this year. And, and you look up and you, you've got Sylvia leading the league in assist and leading the league in assist to turnover ratio, I think top 10 in the country in assist. Right. Um, and so it's really neat to see that. But not only who they are on the court, who they are off the court. It's fun to take them. Um, into the schools and, um, you know, take them on the road. I, there aren't a lot of teams that you want to take to a place like Las Vegas because you get nervous being there for five days of what could happen. Um, and I've been, I was really pleased um, with how they conducted themselves and never questioned what they might do or um, how they would show up. But we've been gone for seven days, and mm -hmm. they played their fourth game in seven days on that Sunday and had arguably their best um, showing that day. And I think that speaks to their level of commitment to, to the group um, and what we're trying to accomplish. Coach, I think that's great. And you could see that culture and chemistry, uh, like you said, like just as much on the bench as you do out on the floor. Like, yeah, and it doesn't matter if it's our starters um, out and they're cheering for who's on the court. And we show, like, we film our bench and we show our players in film, um, show them being successful, showing them cheering for each other. We show if someone's not cheering for someone. And I think that's something that you have to establish and you have to foster. And, um, you know, I think culture is a big buzzword these days, but I think it's vital to the importance of making sure that we um, are emphasizing team and understand that we do play a team sport. We don't play an individual sport. And, um, you know, one person not pulling in the same direction can really have a, a big impact on our group. Um, and you can impact your group, you know, without scoring you, in so many different ways. And I think that's a great way to, to look at that. Um, I think the other thing you look at is, and you can talk about our depth, but we've had six games, I think, where our bench has scored 20 or more points. And I think that's huge. You know, when your opportunity comes, you know, I use this example with them a lot, but it's like you're driving in a parking lot and you're waiting, you know, probably out here waiting for a parking spot uh, to come open. And if you're not ready, you know, somebody else is going to pull in that spot. And so um, we, we always want, you know, if your mind and your heart's in the right spot, when your opportunity comes, you'll be ready to go. If I'm worried about what's not coming my way, when that opportunity does come, you're not able to perform. And right. um, I think that our group has done a really good job of that. Yeah, I agree. The work ethic is really good, especially, like you said, Coach, it starts with the with the senior leaders. You've got, like you mentioned, Gabby. Gabby Green last year never touched the floor. Uh, but what we saw from her, she traveled everywhere uh, that we went, knowing that she was not going to play. And the reason for that is because she has such a great influence on the other younger players, whether she's whether she has the stats on the floor to back it up or not. It, like she's another, she's a young lady that you brought in, uh, knowing that she was going to be a good fit for the culture. And I think that that's been spreading outward for sure. No question. I think you've got fourth year players and Lota Sant and Anilar Robertson that have been in this program, and they understand. Um, our expectations, they understand the standard, and um, I think they fight for that, you know, daily. So, Coach, uh, let's take a look at uh, Kiana Walker. Uh, she's the preseason Conference USA Player of the Year. I think uh, over the summer she had a, a little bit of a leg injury. Is that correct? And so it's been just as the season has gone on, she's been slowly uh, – she's been playing as hard as she's capable of playing. We know that, but she's been almost healing – as the process has been going along. Yeah, and she missed a lot of practice time. And, and Kiana's a, a player that needs reps just like anybody else. And, um, you know, you never question her effort or energy level. And she impacts us so much um, just with her energy, whether she's scoring or not, how we are defensively. It's how, you know, how she pressures the ball and um, all those different things, the ability to take a charge, um, just can change a game with a big play. And um, she just brings so much energy that it's contagious. And so... 
Um, she had missed, like, I think she had only had, like, six practices. She had two practices um, the, before our first game and had been in a boot two different times um, throughout that 42 days leading up to our first date of competition. So it was a little frustrating for her, and I think she's getting into her flow and to her, into the swing of things. And um, obviously I think that, you know, there's comfort for her as, as the season has gone along. Yeah, we're so, it, 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 that, that's certainly showing, too, the last couple of games that she's had. Coach, I want to look as well. Annalar Robertson, you know, this is a local home, uh, hometown product from right here in Ruston, Louisiana. She has been such a, a pleasure to watch over these last few years because Annalar is the type of uh, young lady who she works really hard off the floor to be as good as she is. Yeah, just a great competitor, and I think the one thing that I always go back to with her is just consistency. She, You know what you're going to get from her every day. I never question where her mindset is. I never question, you know, what she's going to bring to the table every day. She's going to lead. Um, I think that we saw that develop last year. She really found her voice and, you know, figuring out how to um, lead in a huddle, lead in the locker room, and, and her consistency when you know when your best players are, are your hardest workers and they're doing that it's it's easy to follow when they say something because you know you can't say that if you're not backing it up every day and those words can be hollow but I think that's you know when when those two are doing what they're doing every day in practice then it's it's easy for the young players to follow along and say oh yeah this is how we're supposed to play this is what we're supposed to do this is the standard. Well, Coach, before we take our first break, uh, why don't we take a look at the staff as well? You've got a couple of new coaches uh, from, uh, from last year. Obviously, uh, you and Scott are back. Uh, but having uh, Coach Nitra Perry come onto the staff and then Pierre Miller as well, we'd love to hear more about uh, the two of them and uh, sure. what they bring to this team. You know, I think they've been great additions to our Lady Texter family, just both very knowledgeable um, as far as the experience they've both had as players um, and as coaches. Nitra has had head coaching experience, um, coached at the Power Five level, po coached um, you know in different parts of the country, and so uh, just the, I think the thing that I love about both of them is their energy that they bring every day, their ability to connect with our players um, and with our staff, and um, it's just been a seamless transition and um, something I'm really grateful for. When you're putting a staff together, you want to try to bring in people that you know obviously are aligned with the way you think and the way you lead, um, but also they can bring something different to the table than maybe what I could bring or Scott or Nick or Caleb or, you know, whoever's here. And I think it's important that we have that um, broad experience, but they've, they've really done a great job of just um, buying into our mission of loving and serving our players in a way that allows them to be successful academically, athletically, and socially. And um, something I'm really grateful for um, to have those two with us. Yeah, and the chemistry's good too. Like they're a lot of fun to they're be fun. around. Yes, and so I mean, and, th and that's critical when you're on the road, you know, for eight days at a time. I mean, we couldn't get Nitra on the roller coaster, but right. Pierre jumped <laughs> on with us. We got great pictures of that too. There's a fantastic roller coaster out in Vegas, and so we had a really good time with that. But again, Coach, I just think that you know the the staff is uh, the the staff is great. They've got a wonderful pedigree. Uh, but like we said, they're great people, too. And I know that matters to you for the program oh, that you're running. Ultimately, if I'm going to, you know, if we're going to ask our players to, to carry themselves a certain way and to, you know, act with integrity every day, then if we're not doing that and we're not leading in that way, then, um, you know, it's just, it's just hollow. And we want to make sure that we're setting the example, first and foremost, of how we're going to treat others, how we're going to respect others, how we're going to show up to work every day and, um, I think their work ethic is, is, has been tremendous, and I'm really, really proud to have them a part of our family. There's other people on your staff, too, and, and a lot. We, we don't want to uh, forget anybody if we can, but, you know, Kyle Cavanaugh, Sports Information Director, he's super helpful with social media, making sure that uh, all the stats are accurate and correct and, and make sure that I know what I'm talking about when I'm on the air, which is super helpful. It's always great to have a basketball person yes. in, in a spot like that. And, you know, I was fortunate for so many years with Malcolm. And then to have Kyle come on board last year, he's just, um, you know, taking it to another level. Being a basketball guy, I think I go back and I'm not, you know, I try to stay off social media a ton, just, you know, kind of reposting our stuff. I think that's stuff. pretty smart. Yeah, I, you know, if I'm not going to take your criticism, then I'm, if I'm not going to take <laughs> advice from you, I'm not taking your criticism, but um, he, it's fun for me to go back and just watch what he's tweeted during the games because it's so savvy and it's so on point with um, actual basketball. Right. And I think you look across the country and if you don't have basketball people doing that, it doesn't make sense. But 
for us coaches, it's really, really beneficial. And I think he's a great fit for our program and who we are and how we do things. So really fortunate to have him with us. Yep, and you mentioned you mentioned Nick Long earlier, director of basketball operations. Caleb, he's, a, a, I believe, a graduate assistant manager. We got Parker. Cam, Leela, Mandy Miller, the trainer. I mean, it's like I've Mandy's really been with me from day one, yeah. and she's probably you know one of our most valuable people um, because she knows how we operate and and how we go about our business. And her job is to you know make sure our players are healthy and ready to go. And um, she just has a really good demeanor um, and rapport with them, and they trust her. And it's it's been a really good situation. All right. Well, t- tell you what, before we take a break, let's, uh, we can help the red and blue go green. Join Graphics Packaging International, Pepsi in the city of Ruston by recycling your paper, aluminum, and plastic items. Visit www.ruston.org slash Ruston dash recycles. Ruston dash recycles. Well, I'm just That's glad a lot, you're right? saying that stuff and not me because <laughs> I would have butchered it. Yeah, you can learn a little bit more about how we can help keep Ruston green. And so we'll take a three-minute timeout. When we come back, we'll take a deeper look at uh, what got us to this point, six and two overall, as we head into a home month of December where we'll be in the Thomas Assembly Center for what will be five of six wonderful games being back at home. So hang around with us here at the Doghouse. We're certainly thankful for y'all being here. We'll be back on the air in three minutes. Bulldog fans, help the red and blue go green by recycling on Bulldog and Lady Texters game days. In partnership with the city of Ruston, Graphics Packaging International, and Pepsi, Louisiana Tech Athletics is working towards a more sustainable game day. Be on the lookout for the city of Ruston blue recycling bins to dispose all paper, plastic, and aluminum products. While you're watching the game, enjoy a refreshing Pepsi, and then dispose of your bottle and conveniently locate a receptacle throughout the stadium concourse. Ruston residents, for more information and to sign up for curbside recycling, visit rustonrecycles.org today. We're about living in the moment. You know, that moment when you open a Pepsi and hear the music. We're the doers, the shakers, the tastemakers. The ones who dance to their own beat. The ones who stay cool when things heat up. Whether the party is big or small. We're the ones who never want it to end. The ones who can't stop. And never will. The beat starts at Pepsi.com. Pepsi. Live for now. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. We welcome you back to Inside Tech Basketball. Again, Kyle Roberts alongside Brooks Store. Thank you again for being out here tonight at the Doghouse Sports Grill. Lovely building here uh, that we've been able to open up just in the last few months. And so we had Inside Tech football here for a pretty good bit. Now it is time we have moved on officially to basketball season. And so, uh, Coach, again, we appreciate the time that you take on Monday nights to be out here to do this alongside us. I believe we're uh, not going to have one next week, but we will have one two weeks from tonight. I'm, I'm not joining you next week. We'll no. be playing. I was going to say, well, if I'm in here, there's a big problem. Yes. So, yeah, so I'll Same. be with you. We probably uh, should be at the tag. I completely agree. Uh, so, Coach, like we said earlier, 6-2 and two overall. Uh, the, it felt like the whole month of November we were on the road. We I mean, were. There was, yeah, there was five straight, uh, five straight road games dating back to the ULM game, which was, goodness, back on November the 13th. And so we finally got back into the tack on uh, December the 3rd. But for you, Coach, just looking at that 6-2 and two overall record, I'd love to hear from you. What are the bright spots that you've already experienced here in this season? And then maybe we could talk about some of the things that you would just like to see better as the season goes along. Yeah, I think we've um, grown in in terms of um, finding some rotations and um, having some depth. I think you look at where we are, and we talked about having six games with 20-plus points coming off the bench in those games. And um, I think that's important. I think it's critical that we continue to develop that, um, that we can – 
you know, when someone has an off night, when we bring somebody in, they provide an offensive scoring punch. They can, you know, go in and, and guard the ball and relieve um, maybe Kiana or we get in foul trouble, you know, just whatever it may be. We've got to have that depth, and, and the importance of that is, is, I think, paramount to our success as we move um, throughout the season. Um, but I, I just, I've been pleased with how we've taken care of the basketball until Saturday. Um, we're starting to move the ball and share the ball pretty well. We lead the league in assist. Um, I believe we're second in the league, just barely in assist to turnover ratio, so that's always big. Um, where I'd like to see us improve is just um, from a rebounding perspective, and sometimes those stats can be a little skewed. Um, you know, we're shooting 45, 46% from the field, so you have fewer opportunities to go offensive rebound, but I'd like to see us offensive rebound better. I think there are some opportunities that we're missing um, by just not crashing as, as often as we should. Um, and then I, I'd like to see us, um, you know, just continue to improve defensively. Um, we've got to be able to mix it up. We haven't played our zone much. Um, hadn't shown that very much at all. And so just as we continue to to move throughout the season, we've got to be able to change up defensively what we're doing. But I think I've been pleased with how we've defended in our man. Um, I think we're giving up 53, 54 a game, um, which is not bad. And so we want to continue with that. I think our scoring defense and our field goal percentage defense is, is I think, tops in the league. So we've got to, um, you know, I'd like to see that continue to improve and get better. But I think the thing that's going to take this team over the top is our ability to rebound the basketball, especially on the offensive end, to just be able to generate, you know, some extra extra possessions for us. So, Coach, down low, one of the uh, young ladies that is, uh, I really feel like when she's in, she's had, had some really uh, great spurts at times, Mackenzie Worm, uh, as one of your bigs uh, for the team. Uh, you've talked about her for the last couple of years, uh, a young lady that passes the ball incredibly well. Uh, she's developing a nice jump shot. And so I'd love to hear from you, Coach. Where do you see her development, where she is currently, where where should she be headed? Uh, well, I think the biggest thing is she's a sophomore. Right. And, um, you know, she's no longer a freshman. She's put on like 15, 20 pounds. I know it doesn't look like it, but she has. And so she's gained strength um, and doesn't get knocked around as much. She has the ability with her length and size to alter shots. Um, and block shots. I think she's in top 10 in the conference and blocks um, already and ha is only playing. I mean, she's playing less than 10 minutes a game, yeah. I think, and is top 10 in the league and blocks. So she's got the ability to change shots, alter shots, and get a hand on ball. Um, she's, she sees things offensively. I think she's a very good passer. It helps that she has that size that she can see over defenders. Um, but she she is intelligent. Um, I think her turnaround jumper has become, I'd like for her to be more physical and go to the rim and get to the free throw line because she's a really good free throw shooter as well. Um, but I think she's been um, really impressive. I think one, one play stands out to me. I think it was in that, um, that's, it was a Stetson game um, where she had the two blocks yes, and then the has the possession. steal yeah. and like steals the ball, goes the length of the floor, contest and makes a contested layup on the left side. It was a pretty impressive. I thought she was going to stutter step and try to throw one down. She's been grabbing the rim. Yeah, I was going to say she that. She can't quite hang on to the ball when she gets up there, but I, she stutter stepped, and I was like, she is she going to throw this? it down? Right. Um, but it was, it's been really good to see. I think the thing that we've seen from her in practice, and this is, I think, her biggest area of growth is her consistency. It's not one or two days where we've had really good effort and really good commitment um, in practice and then a week where we take a dip. Like, she's been consistent, and I think that's the biggest thing from being a freshman to a sophomore is they learn to play and approach their days with consistency she's played almost 40 minutes total in the season for con for context our uh, Sylvia has played 221 minutes yeah. so in those 40 minutes she's had eight blocked shots pretty, that's a, that's a block shot every five minutes that's pretty salty uh, yeah so if we need a block we need to put her in right that's right I guess yeah. so yeah no and she understands <laughs> what we're doing offensively I think I mean between she and Kate um, you know what their ability to come in off the bench Kate's had some big games for us I thought she was tremendous against George Washington um, on that Sunday diving on the floor for loose balls yeah. rebounding that's an area we've asked her to you know improve is go get the ball rebound um, but she finishes really well I think you know she and Lauren McKenzie um, are all you know three of our best free throw shooters and for your fives to be your best you know some of your best free throw shooters uh, on a team that shoots 76 percent from the free throw line that's pretty impressive and they can all three shoot the three as well so another person I want to circle back to, Coach, Sylvia Nativi. And so she's the first uh, player in program history that is uh, that is uh, 
from Italy. Uh, and so she has become an assist machine. Now, she's not going to score necessarily a lot of points, but she's responsible for a lot of scoring. As Kyle would say, she's serving up Italian dishes. Yeah. I'd have to look, but she was 100% uh, from three uh, there for a while. I think she's uh, shooting 57% from the field, 50 from um, three. If we can get her free, she's only taken four free throws, shooting 50%. But, you know, there, there have only been about 12 players in the NBA that right. have been a 50-40-90 player. We can get her free throw percentage up. She's right there. Well, for you as a point guard, when you see somebody with an assist-to-turnover ratio 33-9. to nine. Yeah, that's that's been impressive. Um, I, you know, she was 3-1 to one on um, – Saturday, mm -hmm. and I think for her, um, what she brings to our group is it's almost like the hockey assist. Sometimes she doesn't have the assist, but she's getting the ball moving, right. and the ball she pushes the the ball up the floor. She, you know, she had some great skip passes against GW that we weren't they were denying our post entry initially, and she just made some great reads where she'd skip, and then Analar was just inside pinning, reverse pinning, and. Uh, we got some great looks, or she'd skip to Rob, and Rob would, you know, drive middle and hit that pull-up jumper. And so she's understand. I think, honestly, this sounds really elementary, but just being in America for a year mm -hmm. and understanding the language, I can't tell you just the amount of respect I have for both, you know, all three of our internationals, um, Lota, uh, Sylvia, and um, Anya. Anya, and their ability to come in and and be comfortable that quickly and uh, it's been neat to see Sylvia's confidence just from last year to this year and so much of it is just she understands more right. now and well, fun um, fact the only three players that rode the roller coaster with us were your international players hey, and Sylvia I think she's like at a three like three nine she's made like one B I think mm -hmm. Anya had a 4.0 her first quarter and um, Lota's at like a three eight five so um, yeah, they're they're getting it done in the classroom as well. And how nice is that, like, for you to know, like, that the grades are going to be where they need to be? Uh, t again, it goes back to they're very grateful for their opportunity to be here, um, and they love being here, and they are um, very driven to to make the most of their opportunity. And I think, you know, you see them in the gym all the time. They're getting up extra shots. They're putting in extra work. They're asking to watch film. They're, you know, it's just they're driven to be successful and I think that it's so much of it is they're very grateful for their opportunity to be here in the states and um, to be at Louisiana Tech. Last player I want to talk about before we uh, look at Thursday a Thursday night's game against Vanderbilt uh, Lota like you just mentioned uh, it really feels like she's getting comfortable uh, with her shot really been busting at the three-point line lately. She has been you know that that no cap call that's um, that's for sure we um, it was good to see her get going um, you know, she had a tough week. She had some, you know, family member back home, grand grandmother sick, and um, yeah, got some tough news after the game on Saturday. So for her to have um, a really big game, yeah. um, you could tell, like, she was just – she was playing aggressive and, and, and almost not thinking. And I think her mind was, you know, with her family, and I know that's really tough. And, we, you know, we've just tried to love on her this week, but just really cool to see her um, have a good – a good day and she need like we we need her to be good um, right when she's good she understands she communicates so well if, our, if we're going to play our zone she she communicates so well on that back row she anticipates and talks for everybody and um you know we need her to be confident in who she is and it, it feels like she's playing with a different level of toughness this year too she is she's been in there getting rebounds you know yeah. she she didn't go just 50 percent from three on saturday she went 50 percent from the field had a driving layup mm -hmm. from the uh, right side of the floor and got fouled um i think she's shooting 100 percent from the free throw line now she doesn't get many attempts but she gets there she's gonna knock it down so i'm just proud of her aggression and um i think that's what we need you know you go back to last year and probably two of the biggest plays that we had in that semifinal game against mm -hmm. Middle Tennessee. She took shots to the face and then went and made yep. the free throws. Um, and we joked about her being the face of the program <laughs> after that, but that well, was corny. Yeah. Um, but um, just we'll proud, proud of her and um, good to see her kind of get going and build some confidence as we head into conference play. Well, Coach, a lot of these players we talked about, uh, we're, we're going to need some great production from them Thursday night. Uh, SEC Vanderbilt is going to be coming to the Thomas Assembly Center on Thursday at 6 p.m. And so we encourage everybody to come out, 
uh, come watch this. Uh, th come watch this team. This is going to be a good litmus test to see where we're at because conference is just a couple of weeks away. Yeah, conference is really good. I think if you look at our um, our, te our teams in our league, um, we've had Middle Tennessee just beats number 18 Louisville yep. yesterday, and not just beat them; they beat them by 18. Um, had a 20-point lead at one point. They're playing really well. Um, Rice is undefeated. They've beaten both Texas A&M at A&M. They beat TCU at home last week. So um, we've got to get ready to go, and we've got to get ready to compete. Our players watched that game yesterday, and they know they know what's ahead of them. And I think that that it's important for us to you know if we want to continue to put ourselves in a position to be successful, we've got to take advantage of these opportunities. And when you can get an SEC team to come into Ruston and play at the Thomas Assembly Center, we got to make the most of it. And so I'd encourage everybody to come out. Um, bring your friends, bring your family. Right. I know all those people are going down to the Dome on Friday. Still time to uh, watch the game on Thursday night and then head out Friday I'm morning. I'm doing that. I know you are, Kyle. They can follow you down there. That's right. They can yeah. even, it's a blue out, and so don't wear your red. Save right. it for Save Friday. It for Friday. But, yes. um, um, we certainly want to have every, a, a big crowd and, and have our students come out, but um, mostly just uh, I, I think it's really easy to get behind this group, and I'm biased because I'm around them every day and I know them so well. Um, but this is an incredible group of young women, and they, I think they deserve our respect, and they deserve us for, to have us show up and cheer them on. Right. We've seen what they're capable of doing, and so I fully expect that we're going to have a great game on our hands Thursday night. And again, like we said, it's so nice to be in the Thomas Assembly Center for most of the month of December after being on the road so much in November. No question. And I think, you know, we felt like we needed to put our team in that situation to kind of find out some things about ourselves. Um, you know, with 10 returners, we felt like we could do that. They could handle it, and they've handled it so far. You know, we lost a tough one at SMU that we really felt like, yeah. if we, again, if we rebound the basketball better, I thought we execute. You go back and you look at our shooting percentages. You look at all those numbers, and we won basically every category except for the one that mattered the most, Yep. you know, points. It's a one-possession game, and we gave up three offensive rebounds off missed free throws, and that can't happen. Um, and, you know, I thought we defended really well. We did some good things. And, you know, it just goes back to finishing those possessions with, with rebounds. And um, they got – I think we got their attention after that. And um, I think they'll be ready to go for Thursday night. We're well, going to we have a battle on our hands, and um, we've got to show up and, and continue to get better. Certainly want as many people in the Thomas Assembly Center as we can, so we invite you on out to that Thursday night at 6. Coach? Thanks, as always. Really appreciate the time to get Absolutely. to visit with you today. Hey, this you is, survived your first show call. I did. This went really well. I almost handed the reins to Malcolm for the whole thing. But uh, now I get to do it uh, formally. Malcolm's going to come up here for the bottom of the hour with uh, uh, head basketball coach Talvin Hester of the Bulldogs. And so, Coach, thanks again. We'll be talking with you soon. Thanks so much. Go to Lady Texters. That's all right. All right. With that, we'll take a break. When we come back, Malcolm Butler will have the rest of the show for you. Thank you again for tuning in. College sports fans now have access to hundreds of weekly podcasts that zero in on the college sports world. Now available in the Varsity Podcast Network and part of the new Varsity app. The app is free and available from wherever you get your favorite apps. Download the Varsity app today to have access to hundreds of national podcasts as well as your favorite team-focused podcasts. The Varsity Podcast Network, now available for free on the Varsity app. Download from the App Store and listen today. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. Life's just more fun on a new Easy Go from Fairway Carts in Minden. It's more fun tailgating or camping with the family with an Easy Go multi passenger cart. It's more fun hunting and doing farm chores with an Easy Go utility cart. And Fairway Carts always has a great selection of EasyGo gas or electric carts with the performance you need and the value to please any budget. Have more fun on a new EasyGo from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call 318-371-CART and go Bulldogs! Bulldog fans help the red and blue go green by recycling on Bulldog and Lady Texters game days. In partnership with the City of Ruston, Graphics Packaging International, and Pepsi, Louisiana Tech Athletics is working towards a more sustainable game day. Be on the lookout for the City of Ruston blue recycling bins to dispose all paper, plastic, and aluminum products. While you're watching the game, enjoy a refreshing Pepsi, and then dispose of your bottle and conveniently locate a receptacle throughout the stadium concourse. Ruston residents, for more information and to sign up for curbside recycling, visit RustonRecycles.org today. 
Tech fans, join us at Doghouse Sports Grill on Monday nights at 6 for Inside Tech Basketball. Hosts Malcolm Butler and Kyle Roberts will be talking to head coaches Brooke Store and Talvin Hester about their Bulldog and Lady Texter basketball seasons. Doghouse has been serving fan favorites for over 20 years and is the official watch party host of Louisiana Tech Athletics. So come join us at 102 North Homer Street in Ruston. Doghouse, it's where the Bulldogs and Lady Texters eat. Welcome back to Inside Tech Basketball. Malcolm Butler joined by Louisiana Tech Bulldog head coach Talvin Hester. And, uh, Coach, welcome to the show. As uh, We're glad to, uh, to have you on board. This is the first one of these uh, for you. And I know we've talked a lot of Bulldog basketball here over the course of the last month, month and a half as the season has started. Bulldogs off to a great start, 6-2 and two on the season. Uh, I guess, first of all, uh, let's just talk a little bit about uh, everything that's gone on and we'll – try to consolidate it a little bit since you were named head coach uh, last year. I know summer workouts, obviously you had to hire a staff. There's a lot that goes into being named a, a head coach. How's all that gone for you? Oh, that went well. Um, you know, you go into it thinking that you have everything figured out <laughs> and then you, you find out there's, there's a lot of bumps and hills and valleys. And uh, I feel like I got a really good staff put together. Um, people that are champions in their role and that are helping this team. Um, as much as, as anybody else. So um, they're doing a really good job. I think they're loving it here. They're loving Rustin, and it's just time to win more games. You know, it, and, and what you said so many times, and it's every sport, but when you become a head coach for the first time, uh, people don't understand uh, what percentage of your bandwidth goes into stuff outside of actually coaching on the floor uh, between administratively, all the different things that go into it. It's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot. As an assistant coach, you get to focus on just basketball and the kids and the academics and all that. But as a head coach, you have a lot more to worry about. Not only do you worry about the kids and the academics and, and the outside uh, engagements that you have, but you also got to worry about the staff and their families and, and their lives as well. So it's a lot into it, but at the end of the day, you love it, so you keep putting into it. I don't feel like I work a day of my life. That's, uh, that's always wonderful. Talk a little bit about your staff uh, as far as your assistant coaches. Uh, I know your first hire, in fact, you introduced him today at the press conference, uh, was Coach uh, McGraw. Uh, and just talk a little bit, I guess, first about him and your thought process of bring, about bringing him on board. Well, he was the first coach that hired me. Um, I went to him when I was young and, and thought I wanted to be a college coach, and he gave me an opportunity and believed in me. Um, and then once he helped me get another job and – um, uh, sent me on. I just stayed in touch with him all the time, and he mentored me. Um, he went on to win four national championships at North Lake College, uh, and I tell anybody, anytime you can win a national championship anywhere, um, it's a big deal. He won four, and so we had always talked about getting back together one day. He always used to call me son and say, you know, when you get your job, I would love to come help you. So when I got the job, it was the first thing I wanted to do. Winston Hines, Aaron Smith, Darshawn McClellan, uh, those are your other three assistant coaches. Uh, I guess talk a little bit about, you know, what your thought process on each one of them and bringing them in. All right. Well, I knew everybody on the staff would have had to be a part of my life or touch me at some point. I didn't want to hire people I didn't know or I hadn't seen work or I didn't have a relationship with uh, because you spend so much time with these people. Um, they become like family. And so um, – I kind of looked at the landscape of what I needed. I needed a guy who was really good developing big men uh, because at this level, at mid-major, you don't get ready-made big men. So I wanted a guy who was really good at, at developing and, and making guys with size better. Uh, and I was with Darshawn McClellan at Texas Tech, and he was unbelievable with Bryson Williams, which a lot of people know from UTEP. Um, and I saw him develop our bigs. Y'all got to see Daniel Bacho when we played Texas Tech this year. Uh, that was another guy he worked with every day and developed. Uh, so I knew I needed that, so he was a no-brainer, and he worked with me at Texas Tech. Uh, Winston Hines was, uh, had been in this area, been in Louisiana, is from Florida. I knew we had had a lot of guys from Florida. Um, uh, in the past, had been really good here. Uh, so I wanted to kind of keep that pipeline open, plus somebody who could recruit the state of Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi. Um, and he was the guy I chose. I thought he was really good. I thought, you know, I came from the SWAC. I was at Prairie View and m It was my first Division One job. And I thought it, worked, it taught me to work without resources. And I worked my butt off um, every day to just 
not make excuses for what I didn't have, but enjoy what I did have. And I thought he would do that, and he's been unbelievable uh, since he's been here. Uh, and then Aaron Smith, uh, I know he, he looks older than me. I always joke with him, but he played for me twice. Uh, he played for me at Texas Wesleyan University. He was a freshman, a true freshman. Uh, he went on to transfer to JUCO, and then he actually played for Coach McGraw at junior college. I sent him over there, and then he came back to play for me at my first divisional job at Prairie Bay A&M. Um, he went on to be a, a head JUCO coach, and uh, I'm from Texas, and if you know, people think I'm biased to recruiting Texas players. It's not. It's just so many in the state. There's so many people. It's so many states. They, they run over with players. Everybody in the country is recruiting there. Uh, and so I needed somebody to had been there. He had already had an AAU team in the state of Texas that he started from scratch, and a lot of his players went on to play Division One. So uh, with me having a relationship with him, coaching him, he had some grassroots connections in Texas and being where I'm from. Um, so I thought he'd be good to bring on. He's respected in the state uh, to kind of hit that side of the, the recruiting area. So, Well, I personally have enjoyed getting to know each one of those guys, and uh, they seem to really like it at Louisiana Tech. It would be a great fit to the La Tech family. How big of an advantage for you, if it being your first head coaching job, was it that you were already familiar with Louisiana Tech from your time here as an assistant? <laughs> I don't know how any coach takes a job in a place they've never lived. Um, it was, it was, I could hit the ground running because I kind of had an idea where I wanted to live. I had an, I already had relationships built here. I knew people. I got to go in the office. I knew who Mary Kay was. I knew who Dr. Wood was. I knew where to go to get things done. Uh, for a coach who walks in a building and he knows nobody, um, he has no clue. His staff knows nobody. I, I don't, I, I don't understand that because I didn't get my first head job like that. So, um, it was really helpful. Uh, it was helpful that my daughter, uh, already had relationships in school. Um, she was more pumped than me when we got the job. Uh, she screamed yes when she heard that I got offered the job. So uh, those were all big things. And, you know, my daughter's like a military brat. Um, she's moved all around the country. Um, she's never lived in a place over three years, and we actually were here three years. And so she got to move back to a place. So it's kind of like this is the longest place she's ever lived. Well, that's people don't understand how the big thing that is. Usually the kids are going screaming no. The fact she's screaming <laughs> yes was a positive for you, I'm sure. You were also familiar with the players, with a lot of them, right? Uh, you had a, a, to do with a lot of these guys who were here already. So I would imagine, uh, although you're sitting now in a different role as a head coach as opposed to an assistant coach, that was also a benefit to you. Oh, no doubt. Um, I, I knew most of them and their families. Yeah. Um, and the ones I didn't recruit, I was here when we recruited them. Um, so I, during the COVID era, I was here when we recruited Keiston, and I was here. I was on the Zoom call with Taryn Williams and on the Zoom call uh, with Caleb Stewart. And so there was only a few players I didn't have uh, um, a direct relationship with or, or didn't know or hadn't touched. Um, and so that was a, good, a big part of it because some of them gave me um, uh, trust immediately. Um, and I think that's the thing that helped me out in winning a couple other guys over, even the guys that didn't know me. Um, they got to listen to some of their teammates and say, he'll be fine, you know, we, we'll like playing for him. Well, the Bulldogs, as I mentioned, 6-2 and two on the season as they uh, head up to Wyoming this weekend. We'll talk a little bit about more about some games coming up. But uh, when, you, when you look through the first eight ball games of the year, I know obviously you're a very defensive-minded basketball coach. If they're going to play for you, they've got to play defense. Uh, where have you seen this team grow during those eight games? And, and where does this team still have some work to do defensively? I just think they believe now that that's the way to win. Uh, you know, at first, you, you know, you doubt every coach. And, you know, I think I doubted coaches when I was a player. Like, coach, I can put the ball in the basket. But um, it, the numbers just say it. And when we go watch film and when we um, break things down and when we're, we're struggling in the games, we just go back to it. And, and it, it, it's very glaring. They use it getting stops as a way that you're getting back in games or create separation in games. And so I think they're buying into it really well. Um, we're nowhere near where I want to be or where I think we're going to be um, while we play the defense. But I think we're doing a good job right now um, in, in what we're doing in, in our learning curve. After beating Mississippi College to open the season, we went out to Lubbock. Uh, and you, you like old-fashioned defense. I thought both those teams played exceptionally well on the defensive end of the floor that night, obviously. Uh, you coming from uh, Texas Tech. Uh, but, I, you know, t t 
explain to people when you're playing defense, and again, you're playing mostly man, a lot of times people think when you're playing man, you've got your guy and that's it. But if you're going to be a really good defensive team, it's all about help defense, rotation, and all those things, correct? Yes, correct. We, we always talk about being the best scramble team in the country. And what that means is at some point you're going to get in a rotation, you're going to get out of whack. Um, and what we want to do is fly around better than anybody else and protect and have our teammates back. So um, that's what we tried to do at Texas Tech. I thought our defense was really good. I thought we turned the ball over too much on the offensive end of the floor, which gave, put stress on our defense because we gave them wide open layups. And I think they had 22 points off turnovers. If you take those 22 points away, what we made them do in the half court was really, really tough. So I, I was proud of them in that regard. I wasn't proud of the turnovers. But it was growth. I thought we competed. We did have a chance a couple times to take a lead in that game, uh, even though we, we built, dug ourselves a ditch. Um, but we, were, we fought, and I think that was the first step to us learning that we could be a good team. Malcolm Butler joined by Louisiana Tech head coach Talman Hester. You're listening to Inside Tech Basketball. Coach, we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, uh, we'll take a little bit more in-depth look at uh, some of the guys this year on the team and how they've done so far. That's coming up. You're listening to Inside Tech Basketball on the La Tech Sports Network from Learfield. Tech fans, join us at Doghouse Sports Grill on Monday nights at 6 for Inside Tech Basketball. Hosts Malcolm Butler and Kyle Roberts will be talking to head coaches Brooks Dore and Talvin Hester about their Bulldog and Lady Texter basketball seasons. Doghouse has been serving fan favorites for over 20 years and is the official watch party host of Louisiana Tech Athletics. So come join us at 102 North Homer Street in Ruston. Doghouse, it's where the Bulldogs and Lady Texters eat. We're about living in the moment. You know, that moment when you open a Pepsi and hear the music. We're the doers, the shakers, the tastemakers. The ones who dance to their own beat. The ones who stay cool when things heat up. Whether the party is big or small. We're the ones who never want it to end. Who can't stop and never will. The beat starts at Pepsi.com. Pepsi, live for now. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Well, we're back at the Doghouse Sports Grill here in downtown Ruston. Uh, the Doghouse is the official watch party location for Louisiana Tech Athletics. I want to thank Danielle Davis and her wonderful staff here. They serve up some of the best food in Ruston. Always excited to be here on Monday nights. Also want to remind to uh, help the red and blue go green. Join Graphics Packaging International Pepsi in the city of Ruston by recycling your paper, aluminum, and plastic items. Just visit www.rustin.org backslash rustin recycles to learn more about about how you can help keep Rustin green. Sometimes these reads are a little long for me. Sadie's challenging me, coach. Uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit uh, about your team. Obviously, uh, most Tech fans, uh, they know the Kobe Williams. They know the Keiston uh, Willis's. They, they know the Isaiah Crawford's. Two guys, two guys that I want to talk about who have been given an opportunity because of some injuries here recently that I think have really come on for you. Taryn Williams, a younger young man who was here last year, didn't get a lot of playing time. And then newcomer, Quandre Bullock. Uh, how have those guys taken uh, advantage of those opportunities here in the last couple of weeks? They, they actually do, have done a really good job. Um, you know, I kind of kicked myself because we struggled to rebound late in the Lafayette game. And those two have been doing a really good job of helping us rebound the basketball and play on the defensive end. Their length and their athleticism bothers people. And their ability to fly around and be athletic has helped us as a team 
Uh, Taryn, kind of in different ways, Taryn's more of a jump shooter who's really been on fire of late. Like, the shots he's taking, it's a testament to him putting the work in. And Quandre's a disruptor on defense with who's unhumanly athletic, um, who kind of shows it at times, and I think he'll get better when he realizes that um, uh, the harder he trains his body to go, the more he'll be able to do athletic stuff in game. You know, you mentioned Terry. He's 11 of 20 from the three-point line on the year. That's 55%. We'll take that for the entire season. Uh, but he hit some huge shots in that Alabama A&M game. It was a five-point win on the road. And really, uh, you look at it, uh, you know, if, if he doesn't have that kind of night shooting the basketball, that could have been in the L column. Yeah, it could have been. You know, any road game is, is a tough road game. I tell people all the time, you know, you go to a SWAC school and you think, oh, it's supposed to win on the SWAC, but it's not the SWAC of old. The portal has changed that. Sure. Uh, SMU just lost to Jackson State uh, Saturday, um, and, and Colorado lost to Gramlin at Gramlin, and, and uh, Arizona State lost to Texas Southern. We were blessed to get out of there with a win, blessed to be able to play well. Um, and so we're, we're excited about it. We played a lot of role games so far, uh, which I think has helped us, has made us tougher. Um, and we'll be, we have another one coming up soon, so I'm excited about how we'll see how we'll play then. And then Quandre Bullock, he seems to be a guy that just kind of has a nose for a basketball. I mean, you go to Samford, they're undefeated. Uh, we end up winning that ball game 79-76 and down the stretch. Man, he got so many deflections and so many big time. Maybe not got the steal per se, uh, but when they were trying to get the shot off at the end of the ball game, he got his hands on a lot of passes and ultimately, ultimately uh, forced a turnover there late. He did, and people don't remember. He's the one that got the offensive rebound on the uh, uh, offense. We missed. We went one for six from the free throw That's line right. in the last seven seconds and he got an offensive rebound to kind of ice the game when we were only up three so um he did a lot in that game he he earned a lot of of credit with me uh he built up a lot of trust in me at that game to so he could play and fly around athletically and kind of disrupt the game and do some things to help us so i was really proud of him um like i said i, I really want that lafayette game back see if i can throw him and t will out there um, in the last eight minutes and see if we can keep that 11-point lead. But you don't get it. That's what we earn, and we'll, we'll move forward and get better because of it. Another young man that's a newcomer to this program, a local kid, Jordan Crawford, played at Simsboro High School. I know that he was a late sign. I mean, he was, I think, had already signed with a junior college up in the Northeast. You got the job here. Uh, you like the young man a lot. He signed, and, man, uh, he's done an outstanding job for you. He's made five starts this year, averaging five and a half points a game, but it's really what he does handling the basketball and the defensively uh, that have really helped this basketball team. That's correct. And if I read, he's second in the country on freshman assist. Um, so he's doing a really good job. The funny story is when I was at Texas Tech, I got a call from a buddy in Texas that said he had a kid at Simsboro uh, High School in Simsboro, Louisiana, that I should go look at. And so... I was like, I was just there. I don't remember a kid that good that could play at Texas Tech. And so I came down to see Jordan's teammate. And when I came down to see Jordan's teammate, I noticed Jordan. And I, and I, I looked at him and said, man, if I was at another school, or maybe I should call somebody and see if they could use a guard. And then I got the job. And I knew immediately after I filled the big spot, I was going to go ask him to see if he wanted to come over here to Louisiana Tech. So I was excited that he was available. I was excited he was out there. Uh, it was kind of the, one of those secrets I wasn't going to tell anybody about until I saw if I could get them. So. Well, and I guess he's a perfect example of even in this day and age of AAU basketball, and, and there's so many ways, you know, you have all these recruiting services. There's still young men who kind of slip through the cracks at times, aren't there? I mean, he was not highly recruited coming out of Simsboro. Neither was Junior Lofton. Yeah. Neither was Kobe Williams. Yeah. Neither was Isaiah Crawford. None of them were highly recruited. Um, and, I, and I know that because I recruited him. <laughs> in exact so science sometimes. At the, at, it? it is in exact science. It, you know, recruiting is really not about um, who else wants them because that, you're assuming that they know what they're doing. Sure. Um, recruiting is more about can they do the things that you need them to do to be successful. And if they can do that, that usually checks all the boxes you need. Um, I would take Kobe Williams 100 days out of 100. And if you would have watched him in high school, probably wasn't the greatest shooter. Uh, but he played hard every possession, and I knew I would get that. I knew we would get that in Louisiana Tech, a guy who played hard every possession. And so for Jordan, it was the same thing. He had a guard that had some athleticism that played really hard, 
Uh, they had a really high IQ, and I think he's going to get better and better as time goes on. Well, and what a luxury to have both him and Kobe on the floor together and have the luxury of if, if Kobe gets in foul trouble, you're, you know, I understand that Jordan's not where Kobe is offensively at this point in his career probably, but you still have a young man who's got the quickness, can handle the basketball, and can do a lot of the same things that Kobe can do defensively. No doubt, but I, I just think they're two different players. I think Kobe is wired to score the ball. He has a motor to score the ball. He's aggressive in that where Jordan is trying to set other people up. Jordan is, is reading the floor and making the right play. They're just two different guys. They're both point guards. They're sure. both guys that you want the ball in their hands, but for different reasons. Jordan's going to go out there and your team's going to score 10 because he threw three assists, you know, whereas Kobe's going to go out there and score um, uh, 10 because he went and got your team. Right. <laughs> and, and so you can use them both. Playing them together has helped our ball control. Um, even when we have looked chaotic during the press, we really haven't got turned over with the press, we've got we, our turnovers have been um, non-steal turnovers, throwing the ball out of bounds, things of that nature, uh, just kind of giving it away. Um, so it, the ball control and having two point guards out there has helped us a lot. We're going to take another commercial break. When we come back, we'll take a look forward to uh, Saturday in Wyoming. The Bulldogs will take on uh, Wyoming in Laramie. That's coming up. You're listening to Inside Tech Basketball on the Lot Tech Sports Network from Learfield. Life's just more fun on a new easy go from Fairway Carts in Minden. It's more fun tailgating or camping with the family with an easy go multi-passenger cart. It's more fun hunting and doing farm chores with an easy go utility cart. And Fairway Carts always has a great selection of easy go gas or electric carts with the performance you need and the value to please any budget. Have more fun on a new easy go from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call 318-371-CART and go Bulldogs! Tech fans, join us at Doghouse Sports Grill on Monday nights at 6 for Inside Tech Basketball. Hosts Malcolm Butler and Kyle Roberts will be talking to head coaches Brooks Dorr and Talvin Hester about their Bulldog and Lady Texter basketball seasons. Doghouse has been serving fan favorites for over 20 years and is the official watch party host of Louisiana Tech Athletics. So come join us at 102 North Homer Street in Ruston. Doghouse, it's where the Bulldogs and Lady Texters eat. We're about living in the moment. You know, that moment when you open a Pepsi and hear the music. We're the doers, the shakers, the tastemakers. The ones who dance to their own beat. The ones who stay cool when things heat up. Whether the party is big or small. We're the ones who never want it to end. The ones who can't stop. And never will. The beat starts at Pepsi.com. Pepsi. Live for now. Welcome back to Inside Tech Basketball here at the Doghouse Sports Grill. Coach, uh, before we wrap things up, you're heading up to uh, Laramie, Wyoming uh, on Friday. The Bulldogs are going to take on uh, the Wyoming Cowboys on Saturday. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock Central Time. Uh, Wyoming has had historically some really, really good basketball teams. Uh, you're going to be playing in elevation. Uh, which I've seen that when we were in the WAC in Nevada and places like that. So uh, that's going to be a ball game where you're going to be glad to have everybody back roster-wise because yeah. I would imagine you're going to have to try to play a lot of place players and try to keep them fresh. We will, but it's something we don't talk about. I understand. We've never talked about it with them. I don't want to give them a reason to feel like they can go up there and, and act tired or whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, we got to go play basketball, and I know we won't be adjusted to it like they will. But when you're a tough team, you just kind of deal with the punches. So. Uh, we're going to go up there. We'll use as many on our roster as we can. I'm glad we're healthy. I'm glad we got all our guys back. Um, just excited for another opportunity to compete, really. They're a really good team. I think they were preseason top 30 or top 25 on some polls. Uh, they've dealt with some injuries, too. It's just part of the game. I understand that, but they're still a really good basketball team, and they're on their home court. So uh, we're going to go up there and fight. 
Well, and you, you mentioned, uh, without really me asking, you, you feel like at this point uh, David Green hopefully should be back. Isaiah Crawford's missed a couple of games. Caleb Stewart's missed some games. So uh, hopefully you'll be back to full strength. Yeah, those are minor deals. It wasn't anything major, but it was just the timing of when they happened that they couldn't get the treatment they needed to get back in time. So they'll be fine. Uh, and then you talked about already playing a lot of road games. I mean, uh, this is a road game at a, a really good place. And if you're going to win a conference championship, you're going to have to go to places like Western Kentucky, right? You're going to have to go to Alabama, uh, to Birmingham, and you're going to have to win some big-time road games on the road. So just another great opportunity uh, for this team to have a challenge on the road, like what we'll see when we start conference play. No doubt. It'll prepare us. I, you know, I always say game at a time, but these are the games that you look at to say, okay, what are we made of? Uh, we're going to have to go to some p tough places in conference. I think we even start on the road this year in conference. So uh, this is going to be a good test for us. Well, best of luck to the Bulldogs on Saturday night, Louisiana Tech and Wyoming. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock Central Time. You can hear it on 107.5. So best of luck, Coach. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it, Michael. Before we uh, wrap things up, I want to thank uh, John Tabor back at the studio, Elton Taylor Engineers for getting us uh, on the air and keeping us on the air. I want to thank Kyle Roberts and Brooks Store uh, for coming on Inside Tech Basketball. I want to thank everybody who came out tonight to listen. Our next Inside Tech Basketball, folks, will be not this coming Monday night. Uh, it'll be Monday, December the 19th. So mark that on your calendar, December the night. That's a Monday night. That's the next time we'll have Inside Tech Basketball. Bulldogs and the Cowboys this Saturday, 8 o'clock from Wyoming. I'm Malcolm Butler saying so long, everybody. Live from Doghouse Sports Grill, this has been Inside Tech Basketball with Brooks Store and Talvin Hester. Brought to you by Origin Bank, the official bank of La Tech Athletics. Northern Louisiana Medical Center, the official imaging partner of La Tech Athletics. And by Doghouse Sports Grill, official watch party host of La Tech Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the LaTeX Sports Network.